Hey, this is Pam Perry, and we are live today with Get Out There and Get Known podcast. It's been a minute. It's not been like since the summer, but it is a lot colder now. You can tell I have on my ski sweater, but you can see on the link below that we are going to have someone from 120 Design Studio, Marshall Fox. I'm so excited about that. So right after this, we're going to be bringing up Marshall, and we're going to talk about all things branding, why it matters, and what he's doing different in the upcoming year. Alrighty, so right after this, we'll be back. Welcome to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast. Join Pam Perry, veteran PR strategist, Emmy Award-winning producer and publisher of Speakers Magazine, who will show you how to crack the code in getting out there to get known. Each week, she either interviews her media friends, PR colleagues, or she just goes solo, offering you strategies on publicity, publishing, and platform building. So listen up to hear how to get booked on media places and on superstar stages. Now, here's your host, Pam Perry. Hey there. So let me tell you a little bit about Marshall. I don't want him to blush and everything while he's while I'm reading his bio, but he's a graphic designer, but such more than that. He's a content creator. He's the CEO of 120 Design Studio, a boutique design firm specializing in helping seven-figure professional speakers in two areas where they consistently tend to fall short, branding and online presence. His keen sense of design and attention to detail helps his clients increase brand awareness, credibility, and sales. You know, the thing I always say is like, you got to shine online. So he helps you do that for real. Having recently surpassed the $1 million revenue milestone, Marshall has shifted into coaching other freelance designers in the areas of mindset, which help for speakers as well, productivity, and business through his private community, signature program, YouTube channel, and podcast. And he has a really, really cool podcast. When Marshall isn't sipping coffee and obsessing over color palettes, he is spending time with his wife and four children. Like, really? <laughs> yes, hey! yes, yes. Yes, thank you so much, Dr. Pam. That's, oh, that you're awesome. welcome. Well, I want to just give the backstory of how we met and give a shout out to YB, Robert Youngblood. We met through yes. um, the Black Speakers Network. Shout out to Brian as well, who put together this anthology. YB is in Amazing. here. You're in here. I'm in here. Brian obviously put it together. George Frazier, who did the forward, is where we met. We met at the Power Networking Conference. And YB was there with Brian and he walked me over. He says, you got to meet Marshall Fox, da, da, this and that. This was way before the book, right? Who knew that we would have been in there? Right. And that's where we met. And talk about Uncle George, right? He's like the power networker that brings all the good people together. So I want to say I love this cover that you designed. Oh, my God. And you, so many people you. are in here that um, we all know. Uh, Dupee is in here and uh, Crystal and Tiffany and Quinn and obviously, you know, Candace Nicole, Dr. Will Moore. So I, I don't want to start naming names. You know how that goes. But this is <laughs> so good. And the detail. I read your bio, but it's really, really true. One of the things that that I said is that it talked about the detail. But I don't know if you can see that there are people in the background. It's a watermark. 
And um, you don't really get that, you know, looking at it, it's like, oh, it's that. But you see in the background, all the people who are in the anthology are on the cover. So that was really, really cool. Yes. I love, yes. I love, I love the creativity of, of, of that. So thank you so <laughs> thank much you. for doing that. And you do so much more. You know, because I said, you know, I, I introduced you. So you're more than a graphic designer. You're a content creator. And when did this start with you? When did this whole creativity, were you that type of kid growing up with a pencil and paper and just kind of drawing and doodling and yes. making creative things? Okay. I yes, I was. I was growing up. You know, I would draw a bit here and there. Uh, my grandmother was the one who really kind of pushed me to do it more. I took a graphic design class in high school, but to be honest, when, you know, I turned 18, life happened. I hadn't really thought much about it after that, um, but fast forward, it, it was 2016 where I was 26 year, years old and, um, you know, I fell flat on my face financially that summer. I, I'll spare you the details, but okay. my wife was actually the one that said, hey, why don't you try graphic design? You know, you've done a little marketing materials here and there. Um, so I gave her every excuse in the book. I said, you know, I can't feed my family with that. I didn't go to school for it. I didn't have any experience. You didn't go um, to school I was for like, it? I did not. I did not. But I said, you know what? What do I have to lose? So that's the that's, enter YB. This is where YB comes into the picture in 2016, because I recently met him at uh, Dr. Eric Thomas's uh, Breathe University, uh, an event that they had. And, you know, he was he was this this outgoing uh, Detroit character. in the house. I have to, have to say that Detroit <laughs> yeah. in the house because Eric T. E. Yeah. E. T. is from Detroit. E. T. So, okay, yes, on, Detroit. Yep, yep. So yeah, we met through Breathe University, E.T.'s community. Um, shout out to Eric Thomas. E.T. the Hip Hop Preacher is a phenomenal community. Um, and I said, hey man, looks like your logo could use some work. You mind if I work on a couple concepts for you? He said, man, you'd be a blessing to me. Go for it. So I worked on a, a few concepts for him. A couple of them he didn't really like at all, but one of them he gravitated towards for his YB Connects brand. And that's the one that we kind of fine-tuned. And we shared that in Breathe University, it's a Facebook group. And ironically, on LinkedIn, you know, he's he's known as the LinkedIn locksmith. Yes. That's when things kind of took off. And um, it led to referral after referral after referral. And, you know, I went from zero to over 10K a month within a couple months, thanks to YB, um, really. So I owe everything to him. Wow, yeah, I really do. Well, him and my wife and God, of course, but yeah, that's kind of yeah. how I got my start in this space. But I got into this space, of course, to feed my family, you know, and I've been able to do that well by the grace of God over the past six or so years. So, um, that yeah, that's kind of how I got started in six years. That is amazing. Yep. That is a God story, it really is. I mean, we it do is, really is. understand. I mean, why be? is is definitely a man of God and so is ET and you know all of that. So just really knowing that God orders your steps. And sometimes yes. you fall forward and you listen to your wife. That's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely, uh, absolutely. Rule number one. <laughs> yeah, you had the thing when you were young. And it's like really right. I want people to understand that your gifts and your dreams, they don't have an expiration date. They don't. That's true. You got to you got to keep point. using them. And so I just love that. And so you were doing other things. You were doing obviously marketing, but you really tell people about shining online. So I want to say that yes. your podcast and your YouTubes, do you do those yourself? Because they look so polished and good. So I know yes. I equipment, but do you do the editing? I do. I do. I do do the editing. I've wanted to outsource some of the editing. Um, I just haven't gotten around to it. And I have a certain uh, just a look. certain way I like like yeah. things to look. 
because right. that's something that I learned about called white space. I'm actually learning yes. about it from uh, Chris Jenner in her masterclass about personal branding. <laughs> but it's, it's, certain, it's, it's something called white space, where it's pretty much a, almost like a, an area of opportunity or an untapped niche. So I'm like, OK, I'm, I'm starting from ground zero on YouTube, for example. Mm-hmm. What can I do to stand out amongst the crowd of other creators that are um, starting to use the platform? I said, you know what? I'm going to spend a little bit more time on the creativity, on the editing, you know. Um, so I started to do that with my channel. So I think my first few videos that I put up got like, you know, 50, you know, 75,000 views and stuff like that, where the conventional wisdom is you put out a hundred videos. The first hundred probably aren't really going to get any views, but just keep going. I'm like, you know what? I'm, I need to accelerate that. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Okay, so videos um, is a whole lot of time. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just wanted to add just a little extra polish on it. And then ironically that led to some other opportunities where a couple companies reached out and say hey we want you to do some stuff for us we don't know what it's going to be but let's let's collaborate can you do some stuff for us so had i just tried to rush it out or you know just outsource from the jump then that likely wouldn't have happened and that's yeah. that's something that i that i tell designers as well like don't don't rush into this trying to outsource everything right away like people are so quick to try to do that um but then they're skipping over the critical steps when it comes to actually learning your craft, being in your craft, but mm-hmm. being as though I didn't do that early on, I was able to get my 10,000 hours in, in about three and a half years in graphic design. So I'm able to um, be that much more proficient, that much more quickly in the space and, you know, get that expertise and be able to to serve my clients at a high level and increase prices and serve them at a high level. And I'm a relative newcomer to the space, you know, mm-hmm. so yeah. it's because <laughs> I see the white space and, you know, I just do things a little bit differently. I love that. That is one of the things that I like about um, this particular book, but you've done some other things as well. I think you did the website for a couple of people in BSN. Um, can you name yeah. some of those people? Because I, I don't want to say them and you didn't do them, but I think I know who some <laughs> of them are. They were, they were yes, yes. Yeah, shout out to BSN, man. Black Speakers Network, Brian Olds. We actually met in college at BCCC, Baltimore City Community College. We were both there in the same scholarship program granville t was scholars he was a couple years ahead of me but we reconnected about a year or two into me doing graphic design Mm -hmm. say hey man i see that you serve speakers let's let's partner up so you know we became partners with bsn yes yes so i I connected with quinn through brian so shout Mm -hmm. out to quinn conyers she's doing amazing things Uh, i was able to do her her logo and website um, I think she's she's since changed it in the few years that it's been since I that I did it, but People a couple iterations it. ago I did her. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It looks great. Um, and I did her website and also Dr. Cheryl Wood as well. Okay. Boom, there okay. she is. <laughs> <laughs> so I did her. I was like, I, I did her. I remember Cheryl saying yeah. that she did it. It was so <laughs> transformational. It was yeah. so good. Dr. Cheryl Wood's website yes. was so good. I was like, okay. Yes. And so yeah, working I really, with Cheryl with, with Dr. Cheryl was a was a game changer for me. Her, her and me, I had to send her a message of appreciation not too long ago because I went after her. I said, "Look, let's work together." So when mm-hmm. we worked together, um, we it, it, it took. Yes, she was in the book as well. It mm-hmm. took my business mm-hmm. to the next level, and also took her business and her her visual branding to the next level as well. So that was a match made in heaven. I'm forever grateful for Dr. Cheryl. Oh, that is so good. So I want to let people know, like the the first step of getting out there and getting known is really having your um, messaging together, having the mission, uh, having the confidence. But then once you have all of that, I guess you would say the mentality or the mental state of like, I'm going to get out there. When they get out there, you can't look 
like you are just starting out, you want to really have a professional to really help package you. And packaging is so important today, your visuals and all of that. A lot of people, um, Marshall, they will um, go on the cheap. I'll do it myself, which is wrong. I'll just go to Fiverr. Nothing wrong with Fiverr, but it's wrong if you're trying to build build a million dollar brand and then you're going to right. Fiverr, right? Okay. Um, not right. to say you got to spend a million dollars, but you can't look like you went to Fiverr. And then the other yeah. thing is just not having a presence online that is mm-hmm. cohesive and consistent. So speak right. to those things right. about when you work or when you when you mentor people, even like when you're mentoring graphic designers because they need their own personal brand as well. So speak right. to that right. about the consistent brand and branding and then the cohesive. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So what we I like to call it a design language. Everyone should have uh, a design language, which is a consistent, cohesive look and feel for your visual brand. Right. So that's that's what you should strive towards. But the thing is, and this may be a little bit of a hot take or or a different approach to this. You don't have to spend a ton of money early on. Like, of course, you you, you don't necessarily want to cheap out. But I tell clients, um, I tell designers to tell their clients, like, you don't have to spend a ton of money to, to get your brand started. Because I, and I say that to say this, people will wait until they have their branding, their website perfect before they actually get out and, and, you know, put the boots on the ground and do what they're called to do. So I don't like when I see that. It was like, well, I've got to wait on this and I got to wait on this. Like, no, just get out there and make it happen. So by the Mm -hmm. grace of God right now, I serve seven figure speakers pretty much exclusively. And Mm -hmm. I noticed a common theme. Pretty much all of them got there with without the $10,000, $20,000 logo and website. You know, they Mm -hmm. put their boots on the ground. And they out they're out here serving their people. And that's something that Dr. Cheryl and I discussed as well. She's like, Marshall, I'm out here in my lane of brilliance. It's not graphic and web design. I've just been serving. I've been, you know, d- doing amazing things, you know, serving her communities, the, 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 the people that bring her in to speak. But she reached a point where she needed to make sure that the level of her branding, the quality of her branding, her, her visuals, her website, all of her touch points, email, social media, et cetera, is at the same level of the quality of, of the amazing work that she's doing on a day to day basis. So you'll reach a point where, you know, OK, it's time to go ahead and spend that next level. But the thing is levels to it. You know, you start mm-hmm. out, you know, with with the designer, get something that's simple, it's memorable, timeless, versatile, appropriate. You know, it just doesn't fly over the head of your target audience. You don't have to spend twenty thousand dollars for that. You know, you don't. You don't have to do it. And other designers may say, "Don't tell them that." Right, right. Exactly. Keep it simple. Then you'll mm-hmm. reach a point as that business grows that you 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 may want to go ahead and upgrade and say, "Okay, now it's time to go ahead and and and, and upgrade my graphics." So it's levels to it. Um, but yeah, you definitely don't want to cheap out. <laughs> early I like on. that. I like that because it it really is. If you're a speaker and um, say you were seen in different publications and magazines and, and people are going to your website and then they go like, was that, was that the same person? It's like the story was right. so, so good, but the <laughs> website is so raggedy. Right. And, mm-hmm. and, and the, you know, people always think that, you know, branding is a logo or it's a photo shoot is more than that because it really does what you kind of talked about it's the color palettes it's the feeling that people want to have when they walk away from you and something you said too was like the touch points of each part of your brand the touch points. Right. so talk yep. about what is a touch point 
of your brand? Where are they, um, I guess you say, tend to, to, to lose it, I guess you would say, or, or don't pay attention to? Yeah. So touch points, I, I consider touch points to be any way that a potential client or customer could interact with you or come into contact with your brand for the first time or any 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 way that you reach out to your customers as well. So often we see like email blasts, we see yeah. social media graphics, um, any marketing materials that you have. Let's say you're at a conference. So in the back, you may have a table, you know, a table set up. So that's, you know, you may have a tablecloth, retractable banner, um, a, a flyers, et cetera, um, your website. Your book um, cover. Book covers, yes. Any any way that a, a potential customer will come into contact with you for the first time um, or on a consistent basis, that's considered a touch point. So you have to make sure all of that is consistent, like you said, and it's at a high, you know, it's high quality. Because you can really tell, like, these days, first impression is everything. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. you can tell oh, yeah. somebody, you know, has, has really taken the time to put thought into it, whether yeah. it's you or not that you're working with. And it says a lot about you and your business as well. You know, um, like I tell, I even tell the designers that I work that I work with and mentor, like your website and your brand is a reflection of what you can do for that potential client. So if you want to, if you want to, want if you're trying to charge twenty thousand for a website, but your your own website looks like it was about five hundred dollar do it yourself job. So it's just not in alignment. You know, so you have to make sure that that is consistent because what you do as a designer is a reflection of what you can do for your client. I like that. We're in the community of Behance where a lot of uh, designers will have their portfolios hung out in a shingle, so to speak, in Behance right. as well. And so I can't really tell what your skill level is based on what you tell me. I have to look at it. And so Behance or sites like that or your, your own social media, uh, even your email signature and also your yeah. email itself. It's nothing wrong with having a Gmail but sometimes it does take, if you're going to talk about branding, to have a branded email, right? So yours Absolutely. is your name at your domain name.com. It's like, okay, so we know that it's a legitimate company. It's not a Yahoo. Definitely ain't an AOL, right? Because that's just right. that's just putting <laughs> red flags all over for me. Like, okay, you still on AOL? Well, what else is out of date? You know, that's, that's, the, that's the impression. And then also, too, we talk about colors. We also talk about in terms of paper stock as well. So if someone hands yep. you a business card and it's very flimsy versus mm -hmm. someone who hands you one that is like, wow. You know, yes. and I know sometimes we people don't do business cards anymore, but if you're going to have one. Right. Nice That's one. it. Quick <laughs> yes. like, nugget. Nice I recommend Moo.com for designers Ooh, and for yes. clients. Yes, I use Moo exclusively. And I tell designers I'm into, or you use Moo. Stop getting your clients a thousand business cards with ten dollars from Vistaprint. Go ahead and use Moo. It's going to be about a dollar per card. It's like I'm so glad Vistaprint is not a sponsor. Right. I know. No, they're not. They're not. But yes, yes. So love, love Moo. You can get square cards, the rounded corners mm -hmm. with the spot gloss, and it's a thicker card. They even have like almost like a cardboard stock with the colored yes. seams. Oh um, and it'll stand it'll stand out from the rest of the cards that you make it you're at a networking event and they have what's called a moo size where it's a little tall it's actually the same size of a credit card yes. and actual business cards are a little little shorter but uh, the moo size sticks out a bit so if it's a stack it'll stick out and it'll be nice premium and then throw a nice design on top of that you're golden business cards ain't they're not dead yet not not yet <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So a lot of PR people, they um, put together their one sheets and that kind of thing for their clients, or they put together 
um, some of their marketing materials or whatever. I'm personally not a graphics person. I know what looks good and I know what looks bad. Uh, I think, and I'm just going to throw this out here. Sometimes I think Canva has created some monsters, meaning that I'll just have Canva and I'll just create it on Canva. And it was like, I look at it like, that was Canva. That was Canva. You know, you right. know someone who knows really design and then you know right. Canva. Canva's okay if you're like in your 20s and maybe you're just in college and you're just kind of getting started, but you should mm-hmm. not be a full grown person and still right. like, I'm stuck on Canva. I'm going to do it myself unless you yes. really do have that talent and gift. So right. give me exactly. your little bit of background i guess you're feeling on on that as well yeah absolutely so canva i think it's a it's a it's a great tool i've had clients that requested i design some things on them so they could take it and, and make tweaks or give it to somebody on their team maybe a va to make tweaks to fly that's and stuff. a good idea uh, yes you do the templates yes mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. and i know designers who use canva for their clients and they make it killing so uh, it's not like i dislike the service but I, I i agree that my whole thing is i'm at a point where it's like look be in your lane of brilliance. What is that? Your zone yeah. of genius. So if you're a speaker or what have you, um, and you're not a graphic designer, use that tool mm-hmm. temporarily until you're able to to outsource um, or get somebody maybe on your team, um, connect with a designer. Um, and they may use it. They may not use it. But you shouldn't you shouldn't do everything on your own when it comes to that. But, you know, I think uh, most, at least in my experience, most people realize they reach a breaking point. Of course, like, you know, I can't keep doing this on my own. And that's when they'll connect with the designer. <laughs> I know. I, the the thing that I know, my, my lane of genius is not design. And I remember when computers first came out and I was so excited. I got my own personal computer and I put together a flyer because I'm in marketing. I'm in PR. So I'm sending stuff out. And I was doing an event. And so I went to do the event flyer. I could do it myself. I got my computer and I put it together. And I'm not kidding. The the CEO of the organization said, this looks like a ransom note. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> every, every line had a different <laughs> font and a different style. Yeah. I was just too excited. Like, ooh, we're going to do this font. We're going to do that font. And it looked crazy. It's like, this looks like a ransom note. Let's have someone really do that. And I was like, okay, right. that's not my lane of genius. And I will still overdo it. If, if it's like, oh, we got 50 fonts, let's use all 50 of them. No, less right. is best. And that's one of the things. I want right. to say something about your background too. So those who are watching us on YouTube or watching us on Behance or LinkedIn Live, I like simple backgrounds. And so one of the things, Marshall, I like your background. Explain to us the mood or the look that you have of your background. Is it a Is it a cork board or is it a... Is it a filter? No, Tell it's, us. Uh, it's actually wood panels. It's actually wood panels. I They're not stained, it. but I have them lit a certain way. They're not stained yet. But the story behind it is full transparency. So I live in Maryland. My home office is, you know, done up. I had this whole vision. It's like, oh, I want this. I want that. So um, if I think it's on my my LinkedIn uh my LinkedIn cover photo or on YouTube, I have an office tour. So it's like, you know, a whole bunch of stuff, bookcases, like wooden signs, a lot of stuff, um, like my dream chair. <laughs> so, but I'm in Florida for the winter and we're kind of in transition looking to move here. Okay. So we're in a vacation home right now. So I got these wood panels to throw up because we probably will bounce around throughout the winter, at least until we get settled, if we get settled down here. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, I need a consistent backdrop. So I saw these wood panels online and I ordered them. Um, so that's what I have right now. And I just have a light that's literally sitting behind me. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So just to add a little bit of glow to the background. So this exactly. is 
kind of a temporary setup, but I'll I'll likely incorporate it. Like once we get settled somewhere, still have it as a backdrop. Maybe add a plant or something. Um, but yeah, that's why it's it's like, I like it is. It simple. I like it simple. My background, just for those who are who can't see it but can listen, is just a black. It's just a black background. It's a velvet drop. I like black velvets, rich, and then my chair is black. Good thing my hair isn't black because then it would just look like my face is just sitting out there, but my hair is black. Right. <laughs> um, so that, that works for me. Anyone else who sits here, yes. if they have black hair, they're going to just like, it'll fade out. But this worked right. for me because I didn't want anything distracting. I just wanted to be just one straight particular look like we're just talking. And that's, that's really like the main right. thing of it. But simple is best when you don't really know what to do. Just simple is always best. The, Absolutely. The, the um, do you have a book? You have another book besides the anthology that, that um, you have. And what's the name of that book? Yes. So that's another one that recently came out on Friday, uh, put together by YB, Rob YB Youngblood. It's another yeah. uh, collaborative book. It's called Collaboration Creates Currency. So Love I'm it. one of five authors, including YB. Um, there's Sherrod, uh, Deborah Delgado, um, uh, Elliot Brooks. So we're all in this in, in this book together. So, I love it. Collaboration creates currency and recently recently came out. It really talks about the power of collaboration. You know, 2023, I feel like it's going to be the year of collaboration and how you can leverage that to really increase your visibility, your visibility, credibility and profitability. So, um, I yeah, that. that just came out on Friday. And if you guys want to check that out, that's at collaborationcreatescurrency.com. Cool. I, and you're about about it because um, the, the thing that. Um, hey, Tiffany. Uh, she says, wouldn't have known if you hadn't explained amazing backdrop. Okay, very good. Yes, I know. Isn't it cool? Uh, one of the things I will say that Brian obviously is partnership and collaboration. Um, YB, we've done things together. And then when I reached out to you, you said, yeah, no problem. So it's one thing to say it, but to be about it. And I reached out to other people too in the book as well. They just haven't gotten around to it, but they, I hope they all get your book as well to understand that it is collaboration does create currency i mean that's really the, the main thing we can't do all this by ourselves it's, there's no way right. we can do everything by yourself and there's always one connection away to your next level so you just Absolutely. never know you know like you said why yb took you to et's all these all these initials right yb took you to et's event <laughs> and then you were doing stuff with you know all kinds of things and then you know bsn and and george frazier pnc you know doing things with that but part of it is just showing up so part of getting Absolutely. out there getting known is just showing up even if you go to a meetup even if you go to a conference a chamber meeting you know having the right brand together handing them a moo card like terrence just said moo.com right handing them a business right. card from there you know tiffany being in, in speakers magazine so people can you know, she doesn't know who I give the magazine out to. You know, I give it to them and, and they look at the inside and it's like, oh, okay, well, who is Tiffany? Okay, you know. And so you just never know. Just showing up in the different places is really, really important. And showing up with the proper photos and the logos right. and the bio. I want to say that I loved your bio. I did. It's Thank very you. short to the point. <laughs> it didn't start out like I was born Da 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 da. I was like, well, we all know that you were born. Okay, we're here. Uh, right. So I grew up. It's okay. Well, we know you grew up, you know. So I always say, tell people to take out the filler words. And then towards the end, you add a little bit of a flavor about who you are. If you're not sipping coffee or, or you know, fussing over color palettes or whatever, spending you know, time with your wife and, and four kids, you know, it just gives that that little bit of flavor about yourself. But at the very beginning, they kind of know that you're a content creator and that you help seven figure. 
speakers. So that yes. is it in a way explain niching down and why that's important because I love the niche where you are now that you are a coach for um, graphic designers. Now people say, yes. well, he should be a coach. He should just be a business coach for everybody. But if you're a coach for everybody, <laughs> sometimes you're not a coach for anybody. So explain right. niching down for me. Yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I could speak. We could have 17 episodes about <laughs> niching down. <laughs> niching down is so important, y'all. Listen. Thank you. Thank you, Terrence, too. He's also putting collaboration currency. Yes. At collaborationcreatescurrency.com. Thank yes. you so much, Terrence. Yes, it's, it's something that we tend not to want to do, especially as as black professionals. We're kind of scared of niching down. I was even scared of niching down early on because I, I felt like, OK, so if you don't know what niching down is, what is it? It's focusing your marketing efforts on a particular segment of people. Um, so what I was scared early on, I was like, OK, if I say I only serve speakers, then what about everybody else? Am I alienating them? Am I going to make less money? You know, so it's that whole thing. It's like that fear aspect. But if you don't, you're going to get lost in the sauce. And I tell the designers, you do not want to get lost in the sauce. So whether it's, it's my actual design business, um, you know, I serve I serve speakers. By the grace of God, I felt like I kind of fell into my niche because a lot of the people um, that YB connected me with early on were in the speaking space. Mm -hmm. So and I realized the importance of it because I started to say, OK, um, I started to speak their language. So, for example, you know. Everybody has done it. You put up a post on Facebook or LinkedIn. Say, hey, I need a logo or a website. Who do you know? Tag someone. Be 45, 45 people tagged. I would get tagged as well, but I wouldn't have to respond. It would be three or four people to tag me because it's like, okay, this is a speaker that's, that posted this. I know someone who serves speakers. Let me tag him. So then they mm -hmm. click on my website and say, hey, I serve speakers. So they're like, oh, you work with me. And then I start speaking that language. I know where you are. I know what you need. Yes. You know, I work with other speakers here that's testimonials. So I get a long, hard look every time, whether it's a good mutual fit um, due to pricing or availability. That's a different story. But I always get a long, hard look. And I, I stand out above the crowd because I say I serve speakers. I serve you. Whereas if I, I did a little bit of this, a little bit of that for everybody, then I would kind of get lost and wouldn't really be able to demonstrate that proficiency solving their types of problems. So being as I work with this type of client over and over and over is I can speak their language and I can almost anticipate their need. So when they come to me and we have the discovery conversations, they're like, man, it's got to wrap my mind. It's like, no, nah, I just worked with you before. <laughs> Not you specifically, but people just like you over and over. Um, so I'm able to uh, really articulate your need and then, and then feel that need very quickly and proficiently. Mm -hmm. That is, that is the whole thing. Even with proficiency in terms of publicity, there are PR firms that work with just about anybody. I mean, they can work with the dentist, they can work with the pet store, doesn't matter, they can do publicity. And really the skill is the same, but what matters is one, the passion, and two, the contacts within the area. And then also two, if you're in a particular niche, you know their the main pain points that they're kind of going through over and over because you've lived in it. So with me, I'm working with subject matter experts that tend to be authors and speakers. So they're, they have a message. They're, they're messengers. They're light bearers, right? They're, these are those type of people. And so I work well with these people. I like working with these people. I'm not saying I don't like working with pet owners and dentists. They're probably good people, but it's like yes. the passion of working with certain people that, you know, your connections could really benefit them. 
And you can right. tell them, like, even though I'm doing their publicity, I can say, let me recommend you to this particular stage because that's the space I'm in. So niching yeah. down is so important. And then the niche of the business coach that you are, people on Behance need to really listen to you because you work with them and you've been there where they probably are wanting to go, you know? So yep. that's, that's, that's one of the main things because you really, on your Instagram, it's so concise. And so when someone is going through, say, a magazine, if it's a general magazine, like, I don't know, Life magazine, it's general, it's for everybody. But then if you pick one up that really speaks to you and every page is like, oh, I love that article. And I'm going through Essence and yeah, that was me or the books I recommend. Yeah, that's for me or the places they recommend that I go or that it's like that's for you. So you can get rich in a niche. My coach told me that many, many years. So niche down in terms of where you want to go. And that's how you really get out there and get known, not to the world, not to everybody, but into a particular niche. That's how you have to really work it. Then you expand out, start with the target and then expand out. It can go into other places, but it really, really is so important. And and sometimes people say, we only work with Black people. It's, it's a target market of African-Americans because of the cultural differences, not because of the skin color or because I'm racist, but the cultural nuances sometimes of this particular one. We, that's why we have black radio, black press. It's like, I know mm -hmm. that area. So that's that's hey. one of the things. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. It's, it truly is a secret, secret weapon. Like if you go on my Instagram, I don't have a ton of followers. I have less than 7,000 followers on my Instagram, but I'm, I'm almost like my client's secret weapon because those speakers that I work with, they speak, you know, so it's like I have several clients even, you know, on, you know, they, they retain my services every month. You wouldn't even know, like, I don't really post what I do, the, the stuff that I work on one, by the grace of God, I don't have to. And two, like, I, I'm not really actively seeking um, new business like that. So it's like, I just do what I do. And I'm, you would never know. I, I have clients that know each other. They're, they're close with each other. They don't even know that I'm the mutual graphic designer between them. I just do my wow. thing. You know, yes. and shadows, and you're able to do that and, and charge a premium price, you know, set your price. And the thing is about charging premium price, it, it depends on how easily replaceable you are. So you want to make sure that you're not easily replaceable. So how do you do that? Okay, what mistakes are other designers or service providers making? Let me do the opposite. How about mm -hmm. I communicate with the client? How about I over-communicate? How about I, I give them an experience that they never had before? You know, yes. how about I because some, some people are just ghosted by their web designer a lot. A lot of them. They, a they lot are, of them. Yeah, they call them like, Yeah, oh we get God. a bad rap as designers, deservedly <laughs> so in a lot of cases. That's why I'm on a mission to empower and teach other designers, to show them, one, what success looks like for people that look like us in this space, and two, what things they need to do or stop doing to have success. Not just have success, but create experiences and clients for life, you know, from from those experiences. Mm -hmm. So um, that's something I'm passionate about because a lot of designers, the majority of them that I coach are in my community, they're more talented skill-wise than I am. But a lot of them are struggling financially, can't feed their family, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, what is what are the gaps? And I've been able to see that as I've coached over the past couple of years. Okay, this is, this is where you're going wrong. You know, you're afraid to put yourself out there. You know, you're not communicating. You're not intentional about how you show you show up. And my saying is show up when you show up, like be intentional. Don't look like you just plop down in the basement at your grandma's house to take the Zoom meeting and you're about to go back to your full time job at Starbucks. No, 
let the client know, have them feel on a Zoom call that you do this for a living. You take what you do serious. You have a certain level of respect and reverence for what you do. And you're going to have that same level of respect and reverence for, for what you're getting ready to do with the client. They have to feel that from you. So when you when you show up, when you show up, they can feel it and they're ready to do business and pay your fee, whatever it is. So. Yeah, yeah. And Terrence says, he reiterates, you can get rich in the niche. That's good. Yeah. That is good. Yeah, I had yeah. that advice many years ago because he was like, you're trying to do too much. You're doing a DTM. You're doing too much. I was like, okay, I'm not going to do the DTM. Okay? <laughs> I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll be doing my niche. Okay. So that's really like the main thing. I really enjoyed working with you and um, in the book that we had many years yeah, ago, yeah. I'm going to get the collaboration book. Uh, Terrence put it down here where collaborationcreatescurrency.com. I'm making sure that I get that. It'll all be in the show notes as well when the podcast comes out. But I want to work with you more in 2023 as well because you are a, you're a really, really nice person. Very genuine. Um, not, a lot of, not a lot of ego because, you know, sometimes sometimes them designers get that bad rap of like, ooh, they just think they just more yeah. creative than everybody. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then they don't, then they can't work with anybody, right? Because nobody wants to work with them. So mm-hmm. definitely because I want my, my uh, clients to really get their brand polished and, yeah. you know, up level. You know, they got to upgrade, upgrade in 2023. So as Beyonce said, let me upgrade you. So you want to make sure that you do that in 2023, you know, do it in stages, you know, don't, don't feel like you got to do it all at once, but make sure you do it in stages because whenever your brand upgrades, you feel good about yourself. And then that exudes out as well. So that's one of the key things. One of the things that you probably seen this too with clients when they get their brand new website or whatever, they feel different about themselves and they feel good about charging the money that they charge. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So I could I could see that happening with a lot of the clients that you work with. It's like, oh yeah, they are they are on their way. So thank you so much, Marshall. Is there anything before we head out of here that you want people to uh, check out. Um, you can even talk to the Behance people too, as well, if you want them to go over to. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, yep. For Behance, um, for your designers on Behance. So there's one main thing I, I want you guys to know. So as a designer, like she just mentioned, a lot of designers have have egos and and things like that. But you have to. You're, you you you've heard the saying, the main character energy. You want to be the main character. If you want to be a high level designer. And the full transparency, by grace of God, I do over a quarter million dollars a year, pretty much by myself. Um, I have an admin. But if you want to reach this type of level, at least financial success as a designer, you have to sit down. You have to let your clients be the main character. You can't be out here gallivanting on social media, um, posting a lot, being super active and posting every little thing, like every little flyer. No, you have to sit down and say, you know what? This personal project I have going on, I want to do, I might have to press pause on that. Because the clients are paying you uh, big money to put them in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. You know, make sure that they are are at the forefront. So when you're trying to do that for yourself and have, I'm in a weird place right now as a content creator and making this shift, but I've pretty much been in the shadows for a few years. You know what I'm saying? I haven't been active. That's why I'm not, you know, you don't see a ton of posts and a ton of followers, but you have to sit down. You got to kind of play the back and say, you know what? I'm going to put my pride aside and just pump my clients up. That's how you that's how you become the go to person in this space. Say, you know, what? I'm going to go to Marshall. I know he's going to get it done. He's not spending a whole bunch of time doing this and doing that. You know, I'm going to go to him and get it done. Um, so that I'll leave you guys with that. And also I have a resource for designers. It's called the Six Figure Designer Roadmap. And you can find it at 250K Designer 
roadmap.com. So that is the exact seven steps that I've been able to use to do over a million dollars in graphic design over the past six years wow. with over 700K of that coming in the past three years. So um, I put it all packaged it together and I have it as a free resource. So it's I at designerroadmap.com. So I just want to say thank you, Dr. Pan. This has been amazing. Oh, good. Well, you know, that's why you're so blessed. You're giving that 250, say that website again, 250 road. Yes. The 250K designer roadmap.com. Ah, okay. Very good. All right. So we got that. Yes, we got that. Yes. So thank you so much. That is one of the main things that why you're so blessed you're giving and you want to share the secrets. And that's the way I am too, as well. You want to share the secret yes. as well. So thank you so much. And hopefully maybe I'll see you in 2023 at, at an event yes. or at the very least at power networking yeah. conference where we met and, and it'll be in Houston again. So hopefully yes. we'll see each yes. other there as well. And thank you so Absolutely. much. And if you ever want to write for Speakers Magazine, let me know, you know, because we can sure. take some of your chapters and put that on the website, you know, pieces of it or whatever. You want to write something new, just let me know. That's always available. You're speaking to speakers. So that's, we have that same love where we just want to work. Yes. For so, thank you so much. I feel like this has been a long time coming and I sincerely appreciate you inviting me on and having me, you know, even though I'm not the, act, the actual, you know, the typical person that you have on here, but this is still no, this was so good. This is so good. I had people over here that was like, I never thought about that. Yeah. So this is really good because people have to understand this. And um, PR is one part. But if you're getting out there and I say, if your slip is hanging, you, you need to fix it before you try to run out there. OK, so you got you to make sure that, that your stuff is tight and right. So with that, I am. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. And I will talk with you soon. All right. God bless. Bye bye. Thank you so much. All right. I just got to hit my outro button. All right. Bye. You've been listening to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast brought to you by PamPerryPR.com, where you'll get insider tips on how to build your platform, pitch the media, and promote yourself with confidence. Head over to PamPerryPR.com and get the exclusive video training on the seven must-have marketing materials you need before you pitch in order to be considered in media places or superstar stages. PamPerryPR.com.